Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, so podcast number two, this is Pam Perry in the house. I'm so excited. Listen. This podcast is not going to be long, but it's going to go over three things that people do when they're trying to get media, right? Just three things. And I'm going to be doing a uh, an event with my friends from National Association of Black Journalists. And basically, we're going to talk about it from the straight from the horse's mouth. It's not calling them horses, but straight from their mouth about what it is that people do when they're pitching them trying to get media because I get about two or three hundred of pitches a week whether it's for tv radio print magazines it's just like crazy right so it's like what can you do so that you're not going into file 13 all right so one of the first things it sounds so simple but let me tell you to get out there and get known in the media in the media streets you have to study the media know what it is their cover. If it's print, what is their beat? If it's a magazine, what have they written on? So let me give you a tip. So say, for instance, someone writes a story about um, racial unrest, okay? And they're doing a lot of things from Trayvon Martin all the way to Breonna Taylor. And they're writing it and they had to do a lot of research because the magazine has a long lead time. So they did this whole expose about racial unrest in America, about police brutality, about those kind of things, right? So you know that they have a lot of research. They did one article, probably a thousand words, but they probably did research for like 3,000 words. So they need another source. If that's your lane and you saw they wrote on that, then you need to be that source for them, for them to do a follow-up story with a different angle. And that's what I mean. You need to get into the mindset of to think like a journalist, to think like a producer, to think like an editor, to think from the standpoint of that roving reporter in the street. You have to make their life easier, make them shine, and they'll make you shine, right? So it's that that whole golden rule, doing the others you want other people doing to you. You want to make their job easier and they'll make your business shine. All right. That's number one, making sure that you study the media. If it is your morning, every market has a different um, major markets have usually a morning show format on the ABC, NBC or CBS uh, format. So what is the morning show? What do they look for? And then every market for the television has some kind of community relations program on the weekend. That is probably the first place where you can get on TV and actually get known on the community affairs programs. And they typically do it for, they usually do it for black people. They call it urban affairs, whatever. But it's usually that part where they don't give a lot of shine to black people during the week, but on the weekend, we can give you some shine. That's a really good thing to do. It really is. That's a good thing to do. And a lot of times those community affair directors at every major network, if you were to call up on the phone and say, hey, 
who's your community affairs director? More than likely, it's going to be a sister or a brother. And you can then tell them about your pitch. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Pam Perry, pamperrypr.com. This podcast is called Get Out There, Get Known. And it's a new pivot for me because one of the things doing this video podcast is different from the standpoint that I've always done a podcast, but never video. So every week I'm committed to bringing you the juice about PR, marketing, branding, social media, and anything new. And it won't just always be me. I'll bring my friends along. It'll be superstar speakers. It'll tell you the tips. It'll be other people who are in the media, give you the tips. It'll be other PR colleagues that we just been in the business together and we grew up together and we saying what the changes are and what you need to do. So number one, follow the media, know the media, know their beats, follow them. When I say follow them, follow them on Twitter. They love Twitter. Follow them on LinkedIn. That's where they, you won't see a whole lot of silliness on LinkedIn. Follow them if you can. If they have some other, if they, most of them have their own like blogs, their own personal websites, go there as well. Follow them, get on their email list, get to know them. That's basic one-on-one media relations, right? Media relations. That's one of the things that they, they have. It's like media relations one-on-one because you're relating to them. So just remember when you're trying to get out there, get known with the media, know the media as intimately as you were maybe dating someone, right? Not you know, like you want to know, like you can have some small chatter with them. No one wants to 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 just be all about business. Like know some some personal things. The more you have in common with the person, like say for instance, have a friend, Dr. Portia Lockett, client friend. All of my all of my clients are my friends, um, and she is a Delta. So maybe she'll find out that the particular reporter for such and such is a Delta too, where there's a common ground. At least you can sit, start there. But if you never did any research, you wouldn't know that, right? So you want to make sure certain things that you maybe went to the same college. Maybe you all know some of the same people. You could look on LinkedIn and say, hey, do you know such and such? I do too. You've got to find the common ground in order for the media relations to really grow and blossom so that you can then become that go-to expert for them, that subject matter expert for them. All right, that's number one. Number two, the pitching. When you write the pitch, don't make it so long. Don't make it a, a war and peace novel. Don't try to tell them everything. First of all, they're going to read maybe two to three sentences. Brevity is golden. So you want to make it short, sweet, and to the point. You want to do two, the subject headline has to be on point to get their attention so that they can even open it. And then you don't want to get it deleted when they open it so that it's two or three sentences. And the bottom line would be something about them that you've read their beat. They they know that you're familiar with their work. The second thing is that this is a suggested story or a suggested segment. And the third one is, I would like to discuss this further, how I could actually be a help to your particular media outlet. Not the fact that I want to be on your show so you can make me a star. They ain't going to hear that. They don't want to hear that. You want to tell them this will be good for your audience. This will be good for your readers. This will be good for your listeners because A, B, and C. And the only reason why you know it will be good for their readers, their audience, or their listeners, A, B, and C, because you've listened to what they write on. You know their publication. You know their show. You know their magazine. You know their newspaper. You know them. 
So mindset, you may pitch, may not hear anything. How many times should you pitch? This is number three. No more than three. Four would be annoying unless you just feel like maybe they're busy. If you kind of look on Twitter and you see that they're covering like a breaking news, some fires or, or floods or, you know, some kind of thing going on that just broke news-wise, national news, and you know they're busy, don't bother them then. If you made the pitch, give it a while. Just like regular people, they're consumed with something else. They're not thinking about you at this moment. It's okay. Get back to it. Put a pin in it. You should make a list of at least 10 media that you want to go after every single month. And that could be a podcast. That could be an online magazine. That could be a, a community affairs show. It can be a morning talk show that you call into on the morning on the you know radio, terrestrial radio. So those are different things of knowing where your audience is. Like I talked in podcast number one, knowing who your true audience is knowing what it is that they read, watch, and listen to, and then really shaping it for that audience, not necessarily what you want to set. Now, as a speaker, as a Black speaker, you speak very well. Black speakers speak very well. They're, I think they're the most eloquent speakers on the planet. But we want to make sure that if we're speaking, we're not just speaking and don't have anything to sell and there's no point. So if you do get a media hit, so say you're on somebody's television station or you're in someone's newspaper. How do you leverage that so that it actually makes money for you? The media won't make you money. It's what you do with the media that you get. So if it is a newspaper, obviously one of the first things you could do is get the newspaper, clip it out. If it's on a blog, that sort of thing, send it out to the people who make the difference for you to be chosen to be on their superstar stage. Because I said, media, be in media places on superstar stages. If you're a Black speaker, that's where you want to go, right? That's where you want to go. You want to go in media places or superstar stages. But media begets media. The more media you get, the more media that you can leverage. So you start with maybe local, then go to regional media, then go to national media. So I'll give you an example. I have a client right now. Love her, love her. Dr. Um, she's not a doctor yet, but Juanita Rasmus. She wrote a book called Learning to Be. If I can do a plug here. There it is. <laughs> Learning to Be. It just came out today. She's already uh, the top 100 in Amazon, all books on Amazon. So that's like really, really good news. I think number six in certain categories. But she started, and what I love about her is her humility. This is her first book. It's with InterVarsity Press. She's doing NPR tomorrow, which is public radio. She's doing a Facebook Live tonight. She did a cover magazine for Courageous Woman the other day. She's got, um, what else? She's done uh, Christianity Today. So between big and small, big and small, but the thing of it is they're all her audience. So some of them maybe not will read Christianity Today, but maybe they'll read Courageous Woman magazine, or maybe they'll read Purpose Driven Women magazine. Or maybe they're going to just see her YouTube video that she did with someone else. Or maybe they'll see a Facebook Live. But the point of it is, she has enough. And she did Fox News as well. And she has press releases. So if you Google Juanita Rasmus and you hit the News tab, you'll see all the news that's kind of there. But the thing of it is, is that it didn't start like 
Good Morning America. Eventually she'll get there. She's been in the Houston Defender. She's been in Indianapolis, uh, television stations there. She's been on a lot of different podcasts. It all adds up. It snowballs. It snowballs. And I've been listening to all her interviews and she's very consistent. So not only do you have to pitch it so that you can get on the media, but when you show up, that's a whole nother podcast about what you should sound like, what your sound bites should be, and how you should actually make sure that you're invited back. So when the host says, you know what, I just really, really love you. We'd love to have you back. You know you did a good job. And a lot of them have said that. She's been on the Black News Channel. She's done it with Kelly Wright. And I saw her. She was fabulous. Fabulous because she knew her talking points. She knew the audience that she was talking to. So when she went on the Black News Channel, her audience was different than, say, Christian Today or versus the women's magazines. So she knows how to tailor the same message about the book, but different for that audience because you're tailoring it to the audience. So again, let me recap the three things. The three things that you need to do in order to get media. And the three things that I see people doing wrong and just right off the bat, one is making sure that you, um, that when you are targeting the media, that you really study them, study them and know them, follow them before you actually pitch, kind of do that whole, what are they really about? Do they cover that? Because that's what they hate. They hate it's like, I don't even cover this. You send me a cookbook. I don't cover cooking. I cover business. So, you know, don't do stuff like that. Don't buy someone's media list. Hit select on, send one email to everybody. They have to be personalized. Let me tell you, they have to be personalized because you're sending it to a person, not to a media outlet, but to a person. And they want to know that you took the time to really find out what it is that they do. That's number one. Number two, don't make the pitch so long that they just like, mm. I'm not reading all this. <laughs> so, I mean, even though they're in the media, they have a lot of information. Just if you can sink it down into two or three sentences, no more than four, good. That will be good. And then the last one is really making sure that when you are doing your, your sound bites and that sort of thing, that they're on point, but making sure that knowing that the media that you pick, the top 10 every single month, that those are the really good ones that you can leverage to bigger ones. Start small and go big, right? No one starts out at the top. You start small and do and hit those small ones like you were speaking to a million people. Because I'm telling you, when stuff is on the internet, it lives there forever. So it may be a little small podcast. like, oh, it didn't matter. They were just such and such. But listen, somebody may click it two years later and hear it. And it's like, either you were good or you were like, ooh, they're bad. And, you know, you're not going to be good when you first start out, but don't treat any of the quote unquote smaller media like it's just small media because it's not. It's on online. It's the someone can read an article from The New York Times or they can read it from another publication that's just starting out. But the same thing they're going to read on the same device. Right. So you want to make sure you show up good, that you show up really good. So over this podcast, I'm going to be going over how to get out there and get known. And so many times people just think that, oh, I, if I just write a press release, that's all I really have to do and just hit send, select all and send it out. But it's really a lot more than that. And if it were easy, everybody would be doing it, right? So it's not easy. But for Black speakers, especially, what I really want them to really understand that the Black press is there for them. 
but they have to also support the black press. I'm going to keep saying that over and over again. I'm part of the NNPA, the National Publishers News, Newspapers Association, which is all of the black press. We we produce Speakers Magazine and the Speakers Magazine, this is this issue right here, has black speakers in it. That's what I do. That's what I promote. And that's really the person who I help brand and put together and do their social media. But the thing of it is, if you don't support the black press, they won't support you. First of all, the black press won't be around if you don't support them. So you do want to support the black press. So when I say the black press, we're talking about black radio, black newspapers, black magazines. All right. With a message that resonates with that, that will uplift us all, uplift us all as a race of people. That's I think if there's a time right now that our race really needs um, black people really need more um, encouragement and um, have our voices heard is now. It's now 2020. It's now or never, right? So that's what all I have for today is really talking about those three media things and making sure that you do those things. Make your list of your top 10. Follow the media. Get to know them. Know what your audience wants, what they listen to, what they read, and what they watch on a regular. And then making sure that you have something to sell. You just don't want to speak to be speaking. You know, what do you want them to do? So lead them back to a website. Like for me, go to PamPerryPR.com and actually sign up and get my tips on the things that will help you uh, get in media places and on superstar stages, right? I have an exclusive video that I teach on there. So I'd love you to go get that. So with that, I'm going to go. And uh, like I said, I'm committed to this. Whether I got a good hair day or bad hair day, I'm coming to this every single week. And for those that are watching on YouTube, I appreciate you. And make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcasts and all the other places where you listen to your podcast. With that, I'm Pam Perry. I'm out. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known Podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.